walking down the street with my sack of tricks. No one ever guessed it's my bag of dicks. It's the podcast. Yeah, it's the podcast. I said I'm walking down the street with my sack of tricks. No one ever guessed it's my bag of dicks. It's the podcast. Motherfucking podcast. Hello and welcome to the podcast. Today is Friday, November 12th, 2021, episode 5 with Intergalactic Planetary. I'm your host, Finn. Joining me, we got the team Lutzen. How you doing, man? I'm doing well. How are you? I am awesome. Good to be here with you. And we got Theo. What's good, Theo? Doing good as well. Not much going on. Excellent. I've had the Beastie Boys song stuck in my head ever since <laughs> I started reading through y'all's docs. I actually caught the tail end of your Twitter spaces uh, yesterday or the day before, and all I caught was, if you want to like rip us off or something, like just do it. Like we're open sourcing it. Like if you want to steal our our shit, just just like let us know so we can help you. And I, I vibed <laughs> with that. So I was like, who are these guys? We gotta get them on the show first and foremost is this your first project do you come from other blockchains or like how'd you guys get into wanting to make nfts on terra um i guess like uh i can speak like so i've just been in blockchain technology for probably the last year um and i basically started programming on terra with stuff like that so we in the past have done terra dashboards at least in the terra ecosystem yeah Uh, after that we were looking for doing another protocol but um we noticed that NFTs don't have a lot of mutable ones out there. So we decided that we would revive an old project that I did in uh, college of making planets and try to shove that all on the blockchain in the galaxy. Um, I can let Eric talk too, because he has a bit more of an extensive experience in crypto than I do though. Sure. I've been, I've been mining Ethereum for five or six years now. Um, this past year I got into Terra um, and I kind of pulled Theo in as well. Cause he's a, He's a little bit more of a, um, a competent uh, Python coder than I was. Um, I, I program factory equipment um, in my last job, so it's a little bit different than programming stuff on a blockchain. Um, I pulled Theo in to help me do some arbitrage on Terra, and then after that, we, we kind of made some uh, TerraDashboard.com is our, is our first project. It's an open source. I guess it is open source. I'll get books on there if you want to help us add anything to it, but it, it's a customizable dashboard where you can add... Um, TerraSwap pairs, Luna price. Um, you can check out the governance proposals, like the UST supply. You can check out um, what rates you can get on shorting things on Mir. Um, you can kind of customize whatever you want to see on that dashboard. Um, we you were, can put images we, on it too, if you want yeah, to. Yeah, you put staring yeah, back at you. While yeah, if you want a picture of Doquan on there, <laughs> or a picture of a, I don't know, beer. I gotta say, this is way nicer than eight board. I'm going to start using this. I didn't even know this existed. Oh, Aport's nice, though, man. I, the only problem is it yeah, loads so Aport's nice when it loads. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you can also add your wallet in there. Um, it's not as... It's probably it's not as good as Aport is pulling in all of your st- um, stuff from all the different protocols. But um, for, if you just want, like, a quick glance, like... I like to look at like the the B Luna B, uh, Luna pair just because I'm I'm interested in like how far off the peg is from B right. Luna to Luna is, and you can just go quick take a quick peek at this dashboard. I can also like right now the UST supply. I always have this dashboard up, so I use it all the time. There's 4.16 billion UST right now, and it's it's been going up a lot lately, which is pretty good for all of us. Yeah. I like it. This is really nice. And I like that I didn't have to turn it on to dark mode. Like it was already there. Save my eyeballs. I appreciate oh. that. It's a little. Yeah, yeah. I guess you're there already. There's also the, uh, um, you can add your, this is kind of the, you're looking at the, the generic one that we set up. You yeah, can just add your that. own widgets with different items by clicking the plus yeah. or you can, you can save and export dashboards as you need. This is slick. Um, Oh, yeah. So yeah, that, that was our that was our first project. That's um, using the JavaScript pass, um, the JavaScript um, library that Terra put out, and that's super helpful. Um, it's going to be hard to maintain soon. There's a lot of protocols <laughs> coming out uh, for we, real. We have low key not touched it for about a month because uh, we've been working on this project. But yeah, as everything kind of spirals out of control, like it's going to be extremely difficult. I think even eight board though is going to have problems too in the near future. 
Oh yeah. yeah. I I'm in their telegram watching their problems on the daily. It's uh, <laughs> yeah. days of our lives, man. Uh, yeah, so I guess the, the one thing that they maybe could do better if I give them suggestion that um, is to limit the amount of calls that they're making. But otherwise, yeah. I love using them because they let me do my Ethereum, Solana, Terra, and uh, uh, Binance all on one board, which is incredibly useful. So yeah, that that is it's it's a very powerful tool. Um, we're looking just here to advertise eight board. Yeah, no, um, <laughs> we're actually we started running board. banner ads for them, and we. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, just kidding, but yeah, yeah, no, it's kind of yeah. Raf, you have to reach out to Eight Board now and get them to give us some <laughs> advertising dollars. Fantastic. Nailed it. So this is cool. Off of your docs, it says Intergalactic Planetary is a collaborative NFT art project on the Terra blockchain, which allows users to mint, trade, and edit a planet in an expensive, expansive galaxy. Not an expensive <laughs> one. Hopefully not yet. Not too, no. um, but yeah, so the, the project we're working on right now and for the last like two to three months was trying to add some mutability to NFTs. Uh, we ourselves aren't big collectors on like traditional NFTs, but we're both really into gaming. And as we kind of talked about how the gaming community can probably flesh out in the NFT ecosystem, it became pretty apparent that if you wanted to have something like a galaxy, you would need to decentralize the database. And more importantly, you need some way to distribute rights to mutate that galaxy. And luckily, blockchain tech's doing pretty well right now, and we have NFTs that we can mint, and we can actually augment them slightly and give some mutable properties to them. So in our case, we're selling off the planets. Um, you're going to get a planet NFT if you mint one. It's going to be completely blank, and at any time, you can go in there and use in the in-browser editing tools, which works on dex- uh, desktops, smartphones, etc., and you can edit the planets and you can save it to the blockchain. So all the data that composes the planet, minus the actual model files for the scenery, which we'll talk about that later, um, is saved on chain. So at any point, like if we disappear from the world, as, as long as we open source our front end, someone can just host the, the front end, just like mirror protocol basically, and it'll be back alive again. Oh, nice. Yeah. You guys- and, and just to note, like these planets aren't uh, a one-time edit. Like you can go back and edit it as many times as you want. And the, the way it's set up, it's a, it's a rather cheap transaction to go through and um, update your planet. Like, it's going to cost anywhere between three and five cents due to our testing right now. And yeah. it, it probably should stick around there as long as fees are I where really they are. So. Ontario. Yeah, it should be something where, like, let's say Christmas is rolling around. You're like, screw it. I want to make a snow planet. We want it to be like, you know, whatever. I'll toss a nickel at that. That's That sounds fun. And so the planet and, um, itself yeah. is the NFT, but then when you make the changes to it, it writes to the NFT, or does it generate a new one every time? A new, to, to the NFT itself. So yep. there's no new generation. It'll just uh, basically Eric augmented the CW721 uh, standard and just added in a data field. And so whenever you write to it, basically you send up the data to the contract, it checks that you own it, and it just writes the data there. So yep. same same contract all the time. That's really cool. Yeah, and I guess one thing I mentioned earlier is that there's some stuff that isn't stored on chain. So we are trying to be pretty clear about that just so people know what they're buying into. Like, So some aspects, like uh, the location of the solar system, what your planet is in, there's this off-chain spec that we have called Galactic Spec, and it's basically just a bunch of functions that if you give it a planet ID, it'll always turn out the same location and other details like that. Um, the one thing about the NFT, though, is if you have a lower number, so let's say you get the first mint, you're going to be really close to the center of the galaxy. So as you mint away, like we get up into like the 4,000, 5,000s, you're going to find yourselves on the outer edge of the spiral in the galaxy. But other than that, all the planets are effectively the same. They all have the same editing capabilities. There's no rarities involved. Um, basically, anybody can do what anyone else can do in that same space. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so That's it's really basically cool. are, open. Is there like benefits to being at the center of the universe versus or is it just a, it's just a coordinates? I, it, like, just, it, just, it just kind of is what it is. Okay. I mean, people might derive value from that because I think if you're going to load into the webpage, you'd probably zoom towards the center first. Right, right. So I just didn't like know if you guys were putting like, like, metaverses where the origin of wherever... The, that little microcosm the metaverse yeah. is, it's probably going to be the most. Yeah. Valuable. And then the other things that people may value more than others is um, the proximity to other gal- um, planets. So in our, um, in our mint, there's going to be 5,000 planets and those 5,000 planets exist in 1,250 uh, solar systems. So I don't know if let's say 
let's say Doquan goes out and buys a planet, I would imagine the other planets in his solar system may be valued more just oh, due to the proximity to that planet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, let's be clear about something too. Like, um, just with, with this project, um, we are not trying to sell it as like a, an investment strategy by any means. We yeah, think sure. our planets are worth what they're worth, and we don't really recommend buying into them if like you're going to do try, try to do like a hot flip on them on the market. Um, so just kind of keep that in mind. Like, th- there is going to probably be some value assignment by the community, but our official stance as our company is like buy this if you're interested in what we're doing. The mm-hmm. fact that it's open source and the tech that's going into this. And if you like all that and where gaming can probably go in this space, then you can come and support us. But um, we definitely don't recommend gambling. I think that's uh, really smart to preface your mint by saying that just after watching a lot of these different communities and all of the flippers mm-hmm. get angry that like they got this NFT that they really supposedly wanted, but now they all yeah. of a sudden don't like it because they can't flip mm-hmm. it for 10 X or whatever. And yeah. none of those community leaders or, or devs, you know, make that stuff clear. They always seem to kind of on the fly feed into what the community asks for. Like for example, with waves, people were like, well, what's the utility? What's the utility? So the dude's like, uh, well, uh, uh, beach houses, you guys can have uh, fucking beach houses and you can all have parties and shit like that. And it's like, I, I, I like that you guys are being upfront about that and not trying to be like, Oh yeah, this is going to like be some crazy metaverse, like ready player one thing. It's just yeah. down the line, you know, after yeah. we meant 50 million uh, planets or yeah. whatever. I guess, I guess like, oh, the, the reason why you, I, I will explain, I guess after Theo told you not to buy a planet, I can tell you why you should buy <laughs> a planet in our in our galaxy um if you want to buy a mutable nft where you can collaborate with the community whether it be your in your actual solar system there or within like the whole galaxy as a whole where you have control over your nft you have the creative freedom over your nft and you can collaborate in your solar system to make what you want or you don't have to collaborate it's it's a it's a blank canvas that we're selling but there's you own own the giant dick planets is what Eric is saying. You yeah, no, I, I want a lot of giant dick planets. Um, <laughs> that's the goal. No, that, that's, it's the point is that we're trying to give the, the NFT collecting community a more freedom over their own NFTs. And we're giving them the tools to uh, design them all. And we're giving them the way to store it on the blockchain. But the, the real true value is you get the ownership to mutate your NFT the way you want to. And that's that's what we're selling. I think one thing I could throw on top of that too is that one thing we got bugged with with a lot of projects is like they'll say like, hey, you know, we're going to make this awesome gaming experience, but but before we even get into making the game, we're going to sell the land first, and we kind of think that's kind of bullshit because like there's there's no proof that they actually are capable or are planning on doing that. Right. But with this project, once you mint, the website will be up. Like anything you're yeah. seeing on Twitter with me scrolling around the galaxy, that's like what I'm working on today. That is working right now. Yeah. So like, like, I guess like currently right now, like everything that we've talked about is working in, in our test environment, which is just on a local terror test net that I run. And I, I share my IP address. I'd share it to everyone, but I don't trust everyone. <laughs> I don't um, blame you. <laughs> <laughs> but that's really like, cool. we will, like when we launch every feature that we've talked about so far, will be working. There's like, we do have a roadmap, but We'll get into what specifically is like in the future on our roadmap, but everything we've talked about so far about mutating the planet, rendering them all on our website, um, exploring the whole galaxy, navigating the galaxy, all that is is working. And when you mint a planet, you'll be able to do that the instant you mint and your wallet owns it. Not in like six months when you guys get around to finishing it. I think that's amazing. You guys are going for several firsts here in the Terra NFT space. I think, uh, are you the first immutable? Mutable? Immutable? Are you the first? I don't know. We might be. I haven't seen any, so in my mind you are. So there's a there's a few other mutable NFTs that I, I I've seen and I've heard talked about. Um, okay. But I think I it doesn't I guess but they're we're doing kind of like everyone's going their own separate way. So like we we may not be the first, but we're happy that we're kind of pushing the the frontier of NFTs because I think that they can be a lot more than. Um, like NFTs can just then they can do so much, and I don't think it's fully explored what people can do with NFTs. Yeah, it's yeah. super early times, and like right now, they've found a use case because it's easy for you know Moon Boys to trade 
cat and monkey profile pictures with each other yeah. and, and maybe, you know, launder money or whatever people are doing with them. Uh, but I, I also like that you guys have your roadmap pretty much done before you even release. That's the other first I was uh, referring to. A, like a funny way to phrase that, right? Or I, I always compare it back. Were you like on Steam when early access was really taking off, by the way? No, nah, no, nah, I didn't. Uh, so like gaming, the industry kind of went through that phase where early access was a big thing. And right when it kind of kicked off, people realized they could sell a product before it was done. And that's kind uh, of standard now, but it's gotten better. Yeah. And it kind of feels like a lot of the NFT community is on like hyper early access mode. Yeah. Where it's like, if you say your product's done, they're like, wow, you've already completed your roadmap. It's like, no, we completed the product. Like, yeah. And then you have to like scramble release. to get more items on the roadmap. So people don't think you're rugging or something. Yeah, My exactly. favorite lately is the projects that get the community to do all the work for them. They're like, what? We need lore. Okay. Uh, how about a lore contest? <laughs> and then like the community just does it. Like you're well, not paying us to idea. make Right. Yeah, yeah, actually, that's a great idea. Um, Give me a whitelist spot. How many spot, assets right? can we have there that we can place as oh, items? Yeah. So it's a low key. Uh, <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of uh, community contests. Perfect. <laughs> um, so like the scenery aspect that you can place on the planet like trees and rocks and stuff um so obviously like we have an opinion on what art we're drawing and what we're going to let you put on it but we are leaving it open for people to submit their own modeling files if they say hey you guys suck at 3d modeling you know fair enough here's a brand new like model pack and we want you guys to host this and then offer it as an alternative option so that is actually open if people want to do that for us um in addition awesome. we're probably launching with i think 32 scenery models at least that's what it looks like right now yeah. and how, much can the, how much can the current planet spec hold, hold theo the current planet spec does allows for 64 unique items we can always change that in the future but right now that's what it is so yeah. there's you, headroom for people to submit things if yeah. they you can add yeah we kept the we kept the contract for how we store the data there decently generic so that way we can interpret the data that's stored off chain to add future specs and that i guess that's something that's in our roadmap if Maybe we could go down that a bit and Theo can explain what his kind of goals for the future planet specs are. Yeah, sure. Um, so, yeah, our roadmap isn't like really strongly specific necessarily. Um, it promises some basic obvious things like obviously right after we launch, we're going to try to support, you know, bug triage and uh, keep device compatibility going. Um, some other notes on there are the scenery models like we're talking about. Um, we will release some more scenery models as time goes on. It'll just be easier once, you know, the main release hurdles cleared. And then other than that, as Eric was mentioning, um, the contract's very generic. Uh, I don't know how people are going to feel about that, but basically the data field inside our uh, branch of the CW721 uh, contract just allows for you to write anything. So the smart contract doesn't have any knowledge about planets. Like we always give the example, you could start writing Harry Potter in there and submit it to the blockchain. Which and, I, maybe if someone wants to, they should. Yeah, I mean, go for it. Like, why not? Like, so they could do that. And what will happen is if you do that to your, um, your planet contract, when it gets to the UI for people to render it, it's just going to fail to render it and show like a default planet. So effectively, it's like client authoritative where it's like if you screw up the format, you're just not going to have a planet rendering, yeah. which kind yeah, of... You, if you screw up the format, you're not hurting the system. You're just wrecking your own planet, and... You can fix it, by the way. Just and you, you can, yeah, you can, it's, not, it's not permanent. You can just write a good planet there. Is that data, it, though? Yeah. Is that data stored in there? So, like, you could use yeah, it as, like, a way of... It'll be live like, on the contract. It'll be on the blockchain for everyone to see. So yeah, you, could, you, could, IPFS you could do your own steganography and just hide a whole bunch of spy messages in a planet. The planet looks broken. Nobody inspects it except the person yeah. that it's meant for. Huh? Spy games. Found the source of all of our funding, Right there with that question. <laughs> yeah. So well, let's go off that a little bit more because you can just write whatever. So with that being said, like right now, the spec we're using for these uh, spherical planets is called GOV1, which is geodesic polyhedron. Um, and like that That's like is circle or spec. is that a square? What, what am I looking at here? It's a square. No, um, it's, a, it's a sphere that is composed of equilateral triangles. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah you can look at the topology of that. If you just Google like an icosphere, you'll see what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, but what we can do then is, like, let's say next week or like after we launch, we figure out, oh, crap, we could have compressed this down to half the size. 
Well, good news. Like the contract is non-specific. That's just a question about how we update that on our front end. So we could optimize the current protocol or even better, we could completely make a different planet spec. So one example of something that I really want to do, which I'm half promising and I really don't want to go back on is um, what if you could add in a voxel world standard? Like, so, you know, Minecraft is very cubey, but if you could place down cubes and make like this kind of, you know, like rectangular prism planets and it'll look way different, but we just have to do that on the front end. The contract doesn't care what we write to it. So we can just define these brand new standards as we go, uh, optimize existing ones, and we can keep adding on to this without going back to remint or do anything funny with the contract. So in that, can you, in theory, add resolution to the planet? Like if people wanted to have like, not necessarily like a first person view, but maybe like a satellite third person view, but more resolution than the would you say 64 spots that you had on it? Oh, so the, the 64 spots we were talking about, that was for the number of items like trees, rocks, cactus, maybe a house that we items that you can place. You can place right now 512 items on your planet, yeah. but you're, you're guess, powered how many, items to place how many faces are okay, there, Theo? There's, uh, uh, 1,280 faces, but you kind of have to be familiar with mesh to, to get into that. Um, yeah. but let's talk about resolution. Cause like, let's just say like you've seen some of the videos of the plants, let's say it's a yeah. little too low poly for your taste. Um, what we would need to do is we need to find a way to compress the data even more. And then we could store a deeper iteration on that planet that has more like, uh, that allows you to deform the mesh even more. Like Google Earth almost, I guess is what I'm picturing. Like would there, it's expandable to the point where you could possibly in the future add something where you can like go down onto like Broadway or something in, on your planet or that, that's why I'm curious. Like how deep oh, does that I resolution yeah. go? Okay. So right is now, that just like the data? amount of data we can store on the contract is like four kilobytes. Oh, we okay. kept it pretty limited. So like the, the scope in terms of like zooming in and then seeing a city that would be a little bit difficult to do. Okay. It is doable on the blockchain. Yeah. It's just a different project. Yeah, it, it, it has a di- there's different ways that you could potentially solve it. I, I'm not going to try to pontificate too much just because it's, yeah, it's kind sure. of open-ended. But the we have four kilobytes of data that we kind of have to work with, and that's dictated by the, the largest message size that you can you can send to the Terra blockchain. So if you send a message, um, like a transaction or a message, kind of the same thing. Right. But if you send a message to... Um, to the blockchain, and it's a uh, ex- and it's over four thousand kilobytes. It's going to fail. So we use that to limit the amount of data that we're storing each planet because we didn't want to send multiple messages in a transaction to um, to edit the um, to edit each planet. Uh, one possible solution, just quickly, if you wanted to store more, more data, is you could have multiple messages in a transaction, uh, but. That's that's just a constraint that we wanted to use to, I guess, keep gas low and keep the transactions simpler for interacting with the editing the contract. I'm sure the blockchain appreciates that as well. Yeah, yeah it would hate yeah, no, it would that's, be that's, terrible that's, to to have you guys be the project that brings Terra to its knees. <laughs> yeah, there's tons of, like Bitcoin got brought to its knees. Um, I'm sure people may be familiar with Eric Van Hoos, but he made a, a kind of like a Bitcoin gambling thing where where you'd spam nodes. This is way back in the day. You'd spam nodes of different transactions, and the ones that went through are the ones that win. So oh, if you wow. hit a node of enough transactions, only a percentage will go through. And then based on which ones go through is which one wins the game. That's an amazing game. <laughs> and that just, it just bricked all the nodes for Bitcoin yeah. for a while. What a dick. <laughs> what that's awesome. The note too is like with storing that data on the chain is like technically like, yeah, we're, we tried to limit the size of it because yeah, it is. Sure. There's an argument you could make where it could like be abusive to the system, but people are paying the gas to put that on chain. Right. So, so like, it all if, evens out. If this gets out. really popular and people are editing nonstop, i that's a good thing for stakers because you're picking up all those gas fees with it. Right. And technically, yeah. that's what the gas is there to do. Mm-hmm. Get, that's the right to write on the blockchain. So. And I guess to clarify one point, um, to edit the planet, your planet that you own, um, we don't charge any fee. All it is is just the gas to edit the planet. So we don't uh, edit the planet as many times as you want. Uh, we don't directly profit from that at all. We indirectly profit because we stake Luna and we get some of the fees. What's your motivation for that? Like any other, I feel like any other, are you guys independently wealthy or what? I feel like any other dev would like be getting at least a few or two or, you know, 3% off of that. Like, that's really cool. I, 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 that's props, you know, that's awesome. 
It's one of those things where since we don't really know what the lifespan of this project is, like we want to support it for a little bit of time here, but since we're not like promising like a 10 year roadmap or something, it feels more appropriate that this is like, okay, we see that technology can go this way. We can make some money off of this, but ultimately let's have the aim be to open source this, have people look at it, have people kind of get inspired by it and do something even bigger than what we're even thinking. So in that light, it kind of feels better to like do 0% loyalty, 0% fees. Yeah. Uh, once it's open source, if people don't like us, they can just steal it from under us. And that's yeah. just kind of the end. Yeah, that's, that's kind of my thoughts. But also, if you don't like us, and you want to like use our code to make something better, reach out. We'd love to collaborate. Yeah, um, we love if, also, if there's anyone that's want to do mutable NFTs, hit us up and we can kind of get you jump started on doing that. We just kind of want this environment to go in that direction. There, there's some other people too out there that are looking into this deeper. Like I know Vlad and his team has a project and the PFC, um, mm -hmm. one of the validators just posted a, a open source, a contract, which is pretty interesting as well. So there's definitely a lot of tools that are growing and we just kind of want to be part of that ecosystem of tools. So you're saying I could make my Luna bugs NFT project change colors and stuff. <laughs> I yeah, like it. Sure. I like yeah. it. Interesting. I have yeah. to hit you guys so, up after. The one problem with our thing, I think, is going to be that um, it's a little weird compared to traditional NFT projects because, like, if you go to an exchange, you expect to see a picture of the thing that you're buying. Yeah, but really, though, have you seen XYZ? Have you seen Gucci's? I mean, like, there's there's some off out there projects. You know, Space Loot, when I first saw it, I was like, what is this? I have to read it to myself? Like, come on. But <laughs> yeah. now I have, I have three I think Space Loot was a bit of a spinoff of Loot on Ethereum. They did something similar. I don't um, I see And that. then there's, a, there's another one that's completely test based on um, on phantom it's called rarity um it's kind of like a it's a very very bare bones like rpg it it's just says rarity and right then a now. number so, like, <laughs> if you think back to gaming like the, the visual like building blocks for like a lot of like any rpgs they're they're text-based yeah there's a lot temple of, of like, abshai i remember that i'm old i, I play yeah, those so, games or like even modern ones like dwarf fortress it's, it's so text-based <laughs> So like, yeah, this is where you kind of start if like you got to build the building blocks if you want to have an on-chain game somewhere. Um, we just get we ha also have the ability to jump forward because we have modern graphics that we can add on. But so, building the building blocks of tech space, you, you open up a large possibility there, too. When you guys were making this, did you have any thoughts in your mind about partnering with something like Space Loot with the Metaverse kind of spin or with XYZ to kind of get your planets into there? Or was this just something you guys were just doing for fun? It, was, it started off kind of just as a fun thing. Like once again, this was a resuscitated uh, project from my college days that was written in Unity. And then we were, since we we're blockchain based now, it was like, well, this would be kind of a laugh if you could fit this on the blockchain and then, you know, mutate it. Yeah. Um, so and it started off as just a POC really. Sorry, I can go ahead. Yeah, no, and like, and the reason why we kind of chose the the Ico Spears or like that uh, his project is because it's a, a way to store a three dimensional Spears kind of like topology in a rather right, efficient right. way. Yeah, I'll release some. So I don't know if you've seen my Twitter, but I'm starting to kind of just uh, put out some dev notes here and there. I talked about the three D modeling process that we're doing um, on my Twitter today. I'll probably talk about how we store that uh, data, but um, you know, it's kind of interesting if you're into that stuff. Yeah, that but, has a uh, lot of like logistics kind of aspects to it. It seems like you yeah, could use this. It's, in, it's in not a too lot bad to see it, but it's a little it's a little strange to probably picture. Um, but I uh, sorry, you asked like why did we choose this project? I forgot. <laughs> I, I don't know. Which one of you? Which one of you is into astronomy or astrology? Uh, um, um, I'm into astrology yeah. mainly because it's it's useful to use the the moons and the the star movement to pick out. Um, that's how I do my technical analysis. Yeah, actually. that was my first job doing TA with astrology. Obviously, I like it. Um, I read tea no. leaves myself, but yeah. <laughs> um, I think uh, plants were just kind of a cool thing. I think it also was a nice little like like once again we're trying to see like what can we do with NFTs here and the whole notion of like you know fuck it let's put a galaxy on chain is kind of a it's kind of a bold, bolder statement, and you know, people like space and Luna's moon, and everyone has rockets. Yeah, and we're in the on, we're so. in the cosmos. Um, there's the cosmos. Apollo. There's Surf in the um, cosmos. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> I'm I'm a huge space nerd, so that's why I, I 
really was attracted to Terra projects uh, at the beginning. Like I just yeah. like the space yeah. names. And I was like, I don't even know what the fuck this is, but like I like space. Space. Yeah, is going cool. to the moon. It's, it's simple. I it's, like it's my a space. easy. It's easy set. Yeah. Uh, space dollars, the currency of Mars, or we're never going to Mars. I'm not going to Mars. Someone else. Oh yeah, I for sure won't. But. <laughs> Yeah, we'll go to Mars. Why not? What if you I, could I come back? Plans. If it could be round trip and you could sleep and you'd be there, then would you go or still not? Is it a guarantee return or is it like and a few things in life are guaranteed, my friend? Few That's things. True. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'd go to the moon first before Mars. Um, I like Earth. Earth's Baby pretty steps. good. We should keep it nice um, so we can stay here for a while. Earth is nice. The moon is a shorter drive too, so I think I'd go to the yeah. moon. As well. I was just and curious. The the moon's still over a million miles, though. I think Mars is like 300-some. Oh, it's so I far. It's so far. I don't far. even know what the units would be. It's, it's long. It takes it's be light. Like 10 it's miles or something away. I, think, I guess here's a better way to put it. it. It takes light like 10 or so minutes to do the round trip when Mars is at its closest. Yeah, I saw Mars once at its closest. It was good. Uh, how close are we to a Ready Player One sort of metaverse, would you say? Five years, 10 years, or 50 plus? Yeah, so uh, I, I have a couple of theories on just metaverse stuff in general where I I think right now a lot of people are focused on building the metaverse. Like Facebook has, I guess, meta. Sorry, I, I, I dead named them, I guess. And then there's, uh, <laughs> what's the other? Microsoft is the other company. They're saying we're, we're going to build the metaverse. But I don't really think that but what I think is a the metaverse? Between, well, exactly. Like the metaverse to me is a, the interconnections of a bunch of microcosms of thoughts, right? Ooh, so when oh Microsoft says they're building the metaverse, it's like, no, you're not. You're building like a portion of space you're building that a shitty one day Windows. we connect to. And then that collective of connected meshes will be the metaverse. And then right? it'll crash. I think a good analogy exploited. is that. Like Facebook and Microsoft's, their metaverses will be analogous to their websites. Yeah, it'll but be a metaverse ads and is a collection of links between places. And it's like Links two point right? It's more like a hyperlink, but the hyperlink interconnects. Like um, instead of interconnecting web pages, it's intercollecting these different. I don't even know what you call there it. Is no, there's no word but, for it. It's the singularity, basically. When when yeah. I think of it, I always pictured uh, augmented reality. I really liked Kurzweil's Age of Spiritual Machines and the predictions he makes. And so whenever I hear the word metaverse, I always picture that like we went from big clunky VR helmets to glasses to lenses that you don't even know you're wearing anymore. But now all of a sudden, you're fully immersed in this metaverse, I guess, is mm-hmm. What, what they call it. And then it just seems to me it's just a place filled with ads and, and malware and shit. Yeah. yeah to be so, fair, the metaverse already exists. It's called VR chat. Like, that's probably like the end state. Get with the, of the program, boomer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> People are dressed like Ugandan knuckles driving Russian tanks around. Like, that's the future. That's, so. We're here. Yeah. The future is yeah. now. It only took yeah, a pandemic. I'm surprised Facebook didn't buy them. That would have been the, the move. Well, they got yeah, Oculus. Probably. And I mean, that's one step closer i guess but how far away is it is a pretty i I don't even think like we've like manifested what exactly it looks like yet like like i I think when people would have imagined the internet like let's say 30 years ago or whatever it's like virtual boy that maybe thinking like oh there's gonna be flying internet cars yeah like i think it's just gonna be a really intuitive internet i read this interesting article where like ibm and a bunch of other players 30 years ago they said like the internet is a very cool experience but the intranet like 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 IBM would have their own internet or right, I don't right. know what other companies back Silos. then. Like that was going to be the big thing. And clearly, like they all sound like idiots saying that now. But maybe at the <laughs> time, that sounds like a good idea. So I don't I don't think that the large companies have the creativity or the flexibility to actually be able to build what will be the metaverse. It'll be Facebook like Wreck It Ralph. Wreck It Ralph. Facebook will buy the idea, and yeah. that, they will own it then, just like all their other stuff right now. So. And Amazon will own the servers. And this yeah. metaverse is brought to you by Bill Gates. <laughs> Maybe the metaverse will be hosted on a cash. We can only dream. <laughs> the, the metaverse will not be televised. Uh, do you guys, do you guys have, uh, one of our, uh, friends in, in refs chat was curious if you guys had any plans or discussions currently ongoing for the metaverse with any of these other teams 
Um, nothing on the books right now. In, in our AMA we did a while ago, people were tossing out some ideas, and it'd be like it'd be interesting to include some NFTs. Like if uh, like a space loot had 3D models floating around, like it'd be really interesting if you could connect your wallet and we could check that contract and pull in a 3D model and fly that around with you. But so far, we have nothing on the books for someone joining us. So we, we could, the- you could open source your stuff here and then turn it into a way to where I can give my space loot ship different paint jobs and stickers based on different NFTs and stuff. Yeah, that that would that is a way that we could do it. Um, nice. We will be open sourcing our. I guess we're calling it CW seven twenty one dash data is going to be our contract. Um, when we launch, we'll open source that and. Um, if anyone has any ways that they want to use mutable NFTs to add NFT stickers to a spaceship, that's I awesome. think that's a hundred percent feasible. Um, and we can, I, I would love to sit down and chat with anyone and show them how to do it. I would love for you to do it and then give me a button to press on a web page that lets me do it. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that's to be honest, the front end is where most of the work is for mutable NFTs. I believe um, it's, yeah. it's about how to render because the, the data that you can store to the blockchain is just going to be limited. So you have to do it in an efficient way. Right. So the, the processing to render that data is going to be on the front end. And there's a lot of there's there's plenty of ways to skin a cat. So it's, it's all it's all about doing it nicely on the front end. But I'd like I'm picturing something like Schrodinger's cat, like a box of NFTs that every time you look at it, it's either alive or dead using this. Oh, yeah. This, every time you query it, it yeah. changes a different state. That'd yeah. be fun. Right? Uh, Let's do it. I don't All know right. how to do randomness that well on the blockchain, though. Um, oh, you, do you it, just though. people injected it in blocks. Yeah, no, you have to you have to do some sort of oracle to feed in the randomness. I just capture uh, it from my lava loot. lamp. I'm not going to loot. Um, uh, Loterra. That, yes. th- those are the guys to talk to. Just steal their randomness, or help I make my own. I'm, I make on. my own randomness. I got lava lamps. I got mandalas. We got the lava lamps. I, I got about to say, audio. How do you know it's actually random because it's yeah. nature, dog. Nature's random. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I read that once in a cryptography security journal about yeah, people getting randomness day, and deriving um, it from lava Einstein lamps. Einstein was asked, well, "What was one question he could ask God?" And it was, "Why um, thermodynamics or why fluid dynamics?" It was one of the what? two, and I think that's why, like all those, I don't know how many ridiculously large numbers interacting and any fluid will create a completely random thing. Then the issue is just capturing that and turning it into the chaos for your, your, there are companies that literally have rooms of lava lamps and they sell random data that way. Yeah. That's awesome. If that business doesn't go well, they can just sell the lava lamps. So it works out yeah. pretty well. It's a win-win. I think, I think yeah. they did the lava lamps more just like a PR stunt because saying they can choose like any fluid dynamic situation and turn that into it. But it just looks a lot cooler when they have a room for lava yeah, lamps. Yeah, like I could have modeled it, but no, I got the real thing. I'm I'm analog. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like my randomness analog. No, I, no, I think like you actually have to use analog to do that s- sort of stuff just because for it to uh, be true, modeling random. has... Uh, has a bit of deterministic sense to it. No, I don't, I don't want it to be determined. I want full chaotic randomness. Uh, what projects are you guys holding? You guys collecting NFTs or are you just staking, staking loonies? Dude, I've been holding UST for one year and it hasn't moved a damn inch. I don't yeah, know. I, know. I, I heard percent. that they're going to be I'm burning mine right to now. do a bunch of stuff for <laughs> UST and we've been, we've been just lied to. Just stay yeah. stacking up those dollars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't trust Anchor. I'm just holding UST. But realistically, yeah, our, at least my biggest holdings are in Luna, very direct. Yeah, yeah, no, we're... We're probably both ninety five percent Luna. Um, yeah, we're safe like that. But like yeah. I, for me personally, I don't tend to invest too quickly into new projects. I'm kind of a laggard to some degree. But I like to try everything. Um, I, I've tried. I'm, I'm sure I've tried every financial product on Terra, and <laughs> I can't say that for Ethereum. But I've tried most. Um, I like Phantom projects. I like Solana. I like. I, I like to try a bunch of DeFi stuff. I like Thor a lot. I like Thor. Oh, yeah. Thor is... Even though I had my liquidity stolen, I still like Thor. <laughs> they, they did pay us back. Oh. Um, they did pay us oh. back, but I lost yield for a couple months, but I still like them. So yeah. I feel good. that. We've all been rugged. My, mine uh, was uh, on BSC. 
Her name was oh, really? Anime Thighs, and it was it was in the <laughs> yeah. the the summer of 2021 when the simp shitcoin game was yeah. hot and heavy, and you couldn't <laughs> lose. And then we lost. Yeah, you see those you see those high yields, and you get a little. Oh, the next thousand well, Xer well, guys, let's go to yeah. the moon. No, well, I guess you haven't done DeFi until you put in uh, put in money into a project that's got over thirty six thousand APY. So that means you're earning hundred percent a day. Doesn't last long, but you get in and you get out. Yep. Yeah. I, I guess one of the we do like though is like we're, we're very we're very uh, you know bullish on uh, just Anchor Protocol and some of like, yeah. the core staples of Luna. Like I just- absolutely love Anchor Protocol. Um, I I can't ever own enough Anchor Protocol. I, and it does require selling Luna sometimes to buy it. I don't think it gets enough love just because it's always there in the background. They pay um, you to say that or. No, no, I'm, yeah, I'm not going to say that at all. I guess okay. it is in my financial interest if everyone buys and drives the price up. But that I, doesn't I matter. I feel the that too. Up I think regardless. My all uh, uh, transparency, I think my biggest holdings are UST and Anchor. So I, I'm right there with you, boys. Yeah, yeah that, Nier is also cool. I like Nier a lot. Bitcoin's really cool. Um, Bitcoin. I never got into Bitcoin. Of, there's a lot of people that don't own much Bitcoin in DeFi, and I... I think that you'd appreciate it whenever the market dips. Um, it's a stable one. Now. You know, I'm going to yeah, take your financial kinda. advice and I'm going to, for the next few weeks, every week, I'm going to put 10 bucks in Bitcoin and I'm going to see what we do. I appreciate mm-hmm. that, you guys. The market's yeah. going to crash now. Yeah. Also, <laughs> yeah. also ThorChain's really cool. You sometimes can get, um, you get stolen from, but they had the best audits because they paid for it with stolen funds. So everyone looked at their contracts. Uh, but... I don't know if anyone's ever tried it, but you can swap native Ethereum to native Bitcoin, and it's it's something pretty fancy. Um, yeah. Or you can swap, uh, I guess, Litecoin. I don't, I'm not that interested in Litecoin or Binance Smart Chain. Um, but they're they're going to be integrating Luna soon, so you'll be able to do a straight Luna to Bitcoin transaction, and and oh. probably probably this year, I think. I so. might have to get some of that Bitcoin you keep talking about. Uh, KDA yeah, bull- bullish, changes. bullish or bearish on KDA? I keep seeing lunatics talking about this one. Where, where, where you guys stand on that? Um, I'm interested. I, I'm skeptical about certain things, but I, I don't think I know enough to say anything. Um, skeptical it's been about doing JP fantastic Morgan. If you bought in. Um, <laughs> I'm not that well read up on it. I feel um, it. It's very interesting that they solved the they they, they claim that they solved the the blockchain tri uh, trilemma which is decentralization, security, and um, throughput or scalability. And it's, I guess, for people that don't know, KDA is a proof-of-work blockchain that uses multiple chains to have a, um, a very high throughput. I think they use their own hashing algorithm, or they, they use a hashing algorithm that's not used by any other proof-of-work, so you have to have your own um, KDA-based ASIC miners to mine it, which, which is they will gladly one of sell my you. contentions with it. <laughs> um, but it's doing well if you bought it, so congratulations. It certainly depends when you bought it, so hopefully congratulations. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, any other NFTs that you guys have seen upcoming that you're like, oh, that's an interesting, cool idea? Or are they all just kind of pretty much? My, is my there boy Glad, yeah. uh, for turtles? That's a tomorrow, I think. But oh, yeah, so they're one of the first projects that we reached out to us and gives a shout out. So yeah, shout out to them. I think they're going through their mint tomorrow. So. Yeah, yeah. I also, like the, I like they're also doing. Um, they're trying to push the boundaries of NFTs. On, I, I guess. They're, they're doing kind of some breedable um, attributes to their turtles, which is something new and refre- Yep. So that's something that's really new and refreshing to see. Dude, um, I'm showing Vlad. Hold on a second. Because Vlad uh, is working on that uh, the million dollar pixel um, or million dollar homepage kind of idea, but on the blockchain. Intern and, like, Capital's own Vlad. Welcome. Very Intern cool. Intern Capital. Very and, and and co i don't know who he's working with but yeah so we are actually working on a project called terapixels uh for a little bit um where we were going to try to recreate uh have you ever used reddit place it's like that little pixel board where you could change one pixel no but i used to see old website ads that yeah. were the old grids and you could like buy a pixel sure. on there yeah, I, yeah. I'm familiar. yeah, so, yeah. 
we tried to make, we were working on that. And then we just, other projects took priority. So we actually were talking to Vlad for a little bit because they did a better iteration on that. And now they're doing a project around yeah, that. Yeah, their smart contracts are a lot smoother than ours on that. But hopefully yeah. they well, can use some know. of our front end to make theirs a little bit Yeah, we just threw an old repo at them and said, I don't know if this is helpful, but here it is. <laughs> it's all trash now. So that's kind of a cool one. Um, that's I'm awesome. trying to think about other mutable NFTs. I know that didn't PFC, I don't know if PFC necessarily released this. I know it was Terra Peeps. Yeah, yeah Peeps. Um, they may have some mutable functions. I don't know if he's, uh, I don't want to drop too much. I don't I don't know what he's advertising is for his project, but his, his Peeps are. Um, peeps like the mutable. marshmallow things for Easter? Yeah, that's how it's spelled. Uh, um, all right, all right. It's spelled the wrong way, I think. Yeah, I'm not really sure exactly what they do, but we were talking to PFC about mutability, and I think that's a project he's close to. Yeah. Um, so I'm not super familiar with the actual work, but I know that that's... Yeah, I think we're checking out. Um, um, trying to think who else we talked... Uh, XYZ, we talked to a little bit on Discord, so they're doing yeah, yeah. some stuff, obviously. Yeah, XYZ just hoped, definitely um, doing some, some stuff. ways to interconnect <laughs> with, their, um, with their contract for their XYZ um, mints that they've done. So that's a good push forward to doing some interconnectability between NFTs. And that that's something that would be super fun to work on if someone wants, um, if we want to integrate with them or any integrations um, with two NFT projects into one. Um, well, not into one, but into that metaverse or connectivity mindset. That's yeah. cool. Well, as your both of yours new acting agent, if anybody has any queries for our coder team here, uh, feel free to hit me up. And <laughs> now, you guys are doing a lot of cool stuff. This is this is really neat. Uh, we had Terra Turtles on uh, one of the previous episodes, and I, oh. I mentioned one thing I really liked about the way they were doing it was their whitelist. Uh, they weren't actually making you go out and spam everybody and like do that whole oh. grind. Like I, I leave projects when I see that I just I can't deal with it I have a job I have a kid like I don't have time to be your marketing manager you know like so yeah. I, I appreciate them allowing you to just go kick down a donation to Team Seeds and and now you're on the whitelist yeah. uh, I saw you guys were also doing something similar not a donation but a very simple easy to be on whitelist some people will probably be on the whitelist and not even know it uh, and that's, you just have to be staking five, five Luna, I believe. Yeah. Just to a bonded validator. If, if you're currently in a staking position of at least five to one of the 130 validators who are bonded, you will be on the whitelist. What does bonded yeah. mean? Like that could it, be one Luna to five validators. That could be yeah. a 10th of a Luna to 50. Um, just, uh, and just if you're five afraid, or more. If you're afraid you're not on the list, go to our Gitbook. There's a Python script. That is what we're going to use to make the list. So like that's all open if you want to check yeah. it. Yeah, um, yeah we like 54,000 of them right about now. Um, yeah, it's, it's, which is a lot more than we have on our, um, in our, more than our planets. But we think a lot of them are probably the same. Um, I guess there's a lot of them that are duplicate wallets. Because um, these weren't also, like people that submitted to you, right? You basically just took a snapshot of who's staking on the validator. So mm-hmm. some of those people may not know anything about they NFTs. Know. They may yeah, not. Exactly. Okay, I got you. Yeah, they won't know about us. So the, don't tell anybody that. This. Just be like, look, 50,000 people, you guys. <laughs> yeah. No, but the, the reason why we're doing this is just um, we don't want a bot to go buy up all the planets. Because yeah. for one, a bot's not. We, we want ideally, we want every planet to be unique and edited, and, like by created by the user. Yeah, and bots but suck a bot's at doing not that. Do that. That's not going to help anyone. And also, I, I don't know. Oh, I don't can explain that point real quick? Yeah, go for I it. think we said this. Um, yeah. yeah, if you're if you're whitelisted during the whitelisting phase, you can only mint one planet. Um, so it's not just an open thing where you can just keep going. Like so, basically, if there's fifty thousand people who are on that whitelist because they're staking five Luna. 5,000 of them, assuming that everyone runs for whatever reason, right? 5,000 people, or at least 5,000 wallets will be able to get one. After that's open, then it's just free minting. So you can do whatever you want. So I just wanted to clarify that. That's awesome. But yeah, we agree though. Like it's really, it's obnoxious with like, uh, like, yeah, I think we actually had a joke tweet about that where we told people to go do like 10 push-ups and at 69 friends and dox your wallet. And it's just like, it's just ridiculous. So it kind of hurts like you in terms of advertising because that's obviously why they do it. But if you just make it easy, I think it comes off as a lot more respectable. And you know, yeah. I'm always shocked by the amount of people that 
will paste their wallet onto Twitter to get a, a airdrop or a whitelist. And then um, wonder, like, how did I get all this dust? And I interacted with some of the dust, and now my wallet's empty. Like, no shit, dog. <laughs> you put your fucking... Oh, it's, yeah, dude. People, there's a lot of thirsty uh, villagers out there that just, like, me included. I, I saw one for about the ENS airdrop, and I was like, this has yeah. got to be bullshit. And then I checked it, and it was like, no, dog, you got, like, 200 ENS. I was like, what? That's like 10 grand. Are you kidding? And then I didn't have any ETH to get it out. So I was like, well, oh, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Every time you use ETH is an absolute chore. <laughs> yeah, that was a nightmare. Time. It's literally like I just left it alone. I was like, you know what? I'll get to that eventually. And then my friend was like, you know, those are worth like $75 each. And then I got to them. At least he didn't sell right away because they dumped like 16 bucks. So yeah, like, they it saved you money because of the gas price. Damn right. <laughs> Ethereum's actually the best blockchain, so we determined today on the show. Yeah. It's technically more decentralized. You just, the, the miners actively front run you. Right. Um, hey, you can't get rugged if you can't afford to buy the NFT, so. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> I guess uh, that's uh, at one point. Um, currently, we're planning on doing an independent launch, so we're not going to be launching oh, on any. Um, just, to, just to clarify, I don't think we've actually officially. So. I don't know if you saw in our post, like it said something about a one planet contest. I don't know if you read that. Yeah, that you were post. waiting to hear back, I think, was yeah, the last Yeah, so that's that not happening anymore. Um, so okay. what happened is uh, they're pushing back their entire contest. They have a legitimate reason to do that. They're saying that they're getting a lot of requests from people to join, but they need more time to develop their sure. prototypes. They need some interns. So they need some interns. And so, and this isn't uh, one planet that needs help. They're saying the contestants who want to join are needing more time. Yeah, so, not the, no issue with one planet on this at all. They're, we we wish like we have no bad will against them at all. It's just the the nature of the the contest. Yeah. Um, In fact, if if you're launching an NFT project, do go check them out because you might be able to sneak into their contest and they're yeah, no, for sure. Like their their contest entry deadlines at December thirteenth. So for sure, go enter if you're going to be launching an NFT. They, there's some good rewards for winning, and um, they're a decentralized. Um, nft marketplace which is super interesting and cool so check them out yeah. and for us now it's uh it's a little up in the air so we're gonna have to update our get books probably like on monday but we're, we're toying back around with reaching out to like uh, random earth and some other uh places to yeah, see if we art as well and also yeah. talus we'll reach out to everyone to see but, if anyone wants to have us launch there but reach out to all of them auction it off to the highest bidder whichever mint <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know how interesting that is. Actually, if anyone wants to get back to us, we've mentioned a few different exchanges and they haven't got. Oh, oh uh, one point was the only one that responded to us. So we're. <laughs> we had to bail out. So, like. I, I feel like I, they're I all trying to wrong. figure out how to, like, validate projects now because maybe with the Waves thing and I guess there was a couple other yeah. projects yeah. that didn't go so hot. And then. And yeah. that's a good point. Like, whose is that? In DeFi, like this, is it's up to you as the person buying the stuff, or is it up yeah. to the marketplace so, uh, to va- validate all of that and and check and, and, and give you yeah. things that aren't rugs? You know, I agree. In, in my opinion, I feel like it should be sort of like TerraSwap or UniSwap and those type of things for yeah, those teams. Check the box, and then it's on you. And you know, we're adults. Yeah. Make your own choice. Yeah, I think the the exchanges and marketplace should trend towards being permissionless, where anyone can list anything they want. Yeah, but I think the the users that are purchasing NFTs should like it's tough. D Y O R like they look like a legit project. They actually reached out to us to talk about um, how to use a mutable NFT for another project they reach on in the future, which I thought was strange that they rugged us on that. But it, it's tough. But I think in the future, like. I don't know if it's so much on the exchanges and it's just, it's just a matter of trust. And I can understand their perspective though. Right. Like I get like since random earth and other places are centralized, like if there's a bunch of your users getting into bad projects, it, it's a bad I look. I see how it would affect your bottom line a little bit. So, mm-hmm. do you think? Yeah, I, ideally, it's just like someone creates a completely decentralized ecosystem that has very little control. And however, then, it is know. pretty good that the. Um, the community is stepping up and kind of trying to take over that waves project. Yeah. yeah I just joined the uh, post waves rug support group here. So uh, yeah, we'll be, we'll be having a little powwow later. It looks like by the beach house. 
Uh, I have a question. Do you think then with these marketplaces, like, because right now their model is they get percentages and stuff like that. Um, if they had to go more of like the swap model where that's just kind of like what coin hall does, you know, where they are like, well, here's the new page and you have to check the box and shit on here's probably a rug, but it might not be, but you know, it is what it is. There's uh, actually they a few would, different ways that you can manage that. Um, so what do you, you want to build do, a marketplace like, even for like coin hall or maybe Terra swap, like you've used uh, anyone that's used Uniswap, there's different coin lists that you can choose from. Right. So what could happen is, is that maybe Nowhere Art or Random Earth or Talus or One Planet, if they can like vet a project properly, they could have their list of approved projects or like these ones, like we will stamp and say that they're legit. Like you can take uh, XYZ, Galactic Punks, like like those projects, like they've been great so far. Like they could go through and put their, their stamp on them. It's more difficult for Mints, but possibly these like, these exchanges could have their their own uh, list of ex- things that they've worked intimately with that they've kind of that they can put their seal approval on. Additionally, like people could store a list on like their like like people we could have like a GitHub and um, like let, let the community open source list of approved like projects that like the community will put their stamp on and like put them through their own little way to say that like this this coin like this doesn't even have to be for NFTs but like this project is a is a legit project and we'll put our stamp on it or like maybe this is the mean project um token list or yeah, maybe that's this a really is good a, idea you could do that with devs you could do that with like communities i mean you could do yeah. that with all sorts of fun stuff that, that's yeah, pretty so cool like you can kind of open source that type of thing for like the approval from the community and i think that's the best way to do it because everyone's going to have more like Every person is going to have a different level of information or foresight into right, a project, right. and they can add their opinion to the community. That's a really good and, idea. Like, they can kind of curate these lists. Let's build a marketplace, you guys, and a mint. A mint well, people can put on their websites. Like, this can work with all market marketplaces. Yeah. This is just like, a, a, like it'll be simple, just like a list on GitHub that people can interact with. As long as you make it pretty. Make it all wavy. Yeah. It's just going to be, I guess it will be pretty on the Too front and how they interpret it. Otherwise, it's just going to be a list. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. It's just raw data, just tab delimited. You can have an interview to you, though, so you don't have to look at the list. It's all fun. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Well, hey, thanks for hanging out, talking about Terra NFTs and stuff. You guys have your website up, I noticed. What is that website address? Oh, we have the domain name, but the website's not up. It's going to be intergalacticplanetary.io. But for now, just go to our Twitter page, uh, which is intergalacticpt, and you can just take a look at our Git book there. And uh, mm-hmm. once we have the website up, we'll post on the Twitter, and then you guys will know. Yeah, and then also, if anyone needs a dashboard, it's terradashboard.com. It has all of the... The primitive uh, Terra um, apps on there, which includes um, Anchor, Mir, Pylon. I think we've added Low Terra so far, and uh, you can. Are S dollars on there? Can you add S dollars for us? S dollars, space dollars. It's going to be the currency of the metaverse. I heard. Oh, oh is, is, that, is that for like the the space loot guys? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, okay. I think I heard about that today. I was yeah. looking at Twitter. You right? should add it. Actually, if they, it's a TerraSwap pair, those are all, all, all like automatically updated. It is, but you should like put it up there. They'll go apeshit over that shit. <laughs> oh, like, you guys are fuck. listed on this Terra dashboard site. Yo, that's awesome. I'm not even sure many people even use it. Like, I just yeah, say I, I just, we have a just Eric. Eric. <laughs> It's just me using it for my own stats. Well, so. you and me now, bud. We're both using it. <laughs> Don't dox my IP, please. All right. <laughs> no, it's public. It's everyone go out there yeah that's a cool dashboard i am gonna definitely start using it now i like it hell yeah i'm super looking forward to getting a planet definitely and i mean i I probably say that about all the projects i have on the show but like super super stoked about being able to like put dicks on my planet you know what i'm in the bag of dicks team like that was kind of my first terra (laughs) nft uh with Uh hooligan and lewd crypto waifu and uh i showed them i took a screenshot of the bottom of your questions doc because it said something about drawing dicks on planets (laughs) i was like you guys they know about us check this out (laughs) 
and they were all like, oh, shit, that's awesome. How do you feel about uh, uh, Doe talking about the Bag of Dicks project? He's very enthusiastic about it. It is so it is so funny watching him talk <laughs> about it. Like he, uh, you got to come hang out in the uh, Bag of Dicks Telegram. We had a whole conversation about Doe's uh, reactions to it. We're basically Dicks living rent free in Doe's mind right now, and he loves mm-hmm. us, but he can't yeah. say that he loves us publicly because that would just look bad. Yeah. But he I loves think he's them. saying that to keep the price down so he can buy up all the dicks. Yeah, he, and he, he wants all the dicks. Yeah. He, we're we're yeah. hoping Doe gets a planet and draws a dick on it. We've been waiting for that. It'll mm-hmm. happen. It'll happen. You know, he, Doe's actually an intern in here uh, sometimes, so... Yeah, yeah. He, he pops in and says hi every now and again. Brings yeah, people if coffee. If ever needs GaryGensler.io, we actually own that IP. <laughs> Dead. Yeah. I mean, that uh, domain. <laughs> yeah, that's not a joke, by the way. It was just we were registering uh, Intergalactic Planetary, and then we just realized that GaryGensler.io is available. That's amazing. That. That's but amazing. we're afraid of the legal ramifications of pointing it at mere protocols. Oh, my so God. We're holding off right now, but... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and we joke a lot, but this is completely serious. Um, yeah. Any suggestions to what to do with GaryGensler.io? We will take. Um, we had a fun, a few fun ideas. Uh, imagine an NFT project that is called Unregistered Securities. Oh I my feel God. like that would be fun. <laughs> Why are we not working on that right now? Get an intern we, on it. We don't want to get arrested. So that's nah. <laughs> why we're not working on it. It was a joke. Uh, I guess, like, uh, like the, I don't know the, the whole thing about satire laws and that type of stuff. We would but. have to abide them, but I think once we did, we'd be good no. to go. I think if you sold an unregistered security and said, calm down, it's just a prank, I don't think that would have <laughs> up in court. If yeah, you we'll, did we'll it on... Gary Gensler has to say. Redirect that site to Mirror on April 1st and then kill it after that just, just for the smiles that it would bring yeah, on I wonder Twitter. how much our DAO could raise for our legal fund. Oh, yeah. you know what? If, if we got a cease and desist, you might have to from up Gary that Gensler, price on the mint a little bit. <laughs> imagine if we got a cease and desist from Gary Gensler, we could sell it as an NFT. You could mint it. You could yeah, mint it exactly. into a planet, and then we could all go visit your planet, Gensler. Yeah, and then you could send us flowers in jail or something. <laughs> well, you know, we should mention about GaryGensler.io is that we did offer oh, it God. at Gary Gensler. If he sends us a signed picture of himself that we can put in our office. That's so amazing. he can technically claim the URL back at any point. We just need that from him. Ball's in your yeah. court, Gary. Yeah, and he just hasn't responded yet. I'm, really sure, I'm sure he's a listener. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's really listener, active yeah. on Twitter, and I know he's one of our listeners, so I'm surprised he hasn't already emailed you guys. <laughs> he's got his Luna Loot cup right now just sipping away watching this. Right. <laughs> Uh, one Luna, one planet. You'd be able to get them. Uh, did you announce a release date or not yet? Uh, tentatively, like mid December, early yeah. December. We're one hundred percent launching before the end of the year, probably okay. mid December. I'm going to hold you to that. I try to ask people I bring on the show a few times to see if they give me the same answer every time. So so far, you guys yeah, are. I wish it, it's really easy because our answer is vague. It's just like that <laughs> soon no, yeah, before no, the end of the year. Hundred percent before the end of the year. I like it. Hell yeah! Well, yeah. thanks for joining us, TerraSpaces.org. This has been the podcast. I'm Finn, your host. Check out these guys, terradashboard.com, intergalacticplanetary.io, not the Beastie Boys song, but play the Beastie Boys song when you make a planet, because that would be awesome. Uh, check out our site, terraspaces.org. We got more shows coming the rest of the weekend here for you. Uh, we'll be checking out the Turtles Mint tomorrow, and uh, we're in the Waves uh, rug, rug, uh, Ruggers Anonymous uh, chat. So, you know, if you want to come spend some tears with us, we'll, we'll be in there. So uh, thanks for listening, and we'll catch you on the next episode. Peace out, y'all. They say rapping is the gateway, bringing home great pain. Checking that replay, sing along, and we say nobody gives a fuck around my way. I make about three bucks for every thousand plays. So add it up and do the math on that. Financially speaking, why the fuck would anybody want to rap it in this reality the money comes from doing shows but then where's the money go when you can't do the shows i guess
Yes, you could rap on cameo. I've been asking all my friends if I can rap on the patio. Six feet, motherfucker, step the fuck back. Doing a little magic, pulling rabbits out the rucksack. Not everybody's always in it for the money. Looking like another crooked Sunday, and I'm working Monday. So you know I ain't stressing, left debating great methods. Amazed to play Inception, the base stay blessed. See, even with these huge sums of overall royalties, huge sums of money that go to the record label per playback can seem insultingly small. small. Many rights holders are making around three quarters of a cent each time a listens to one of their tracks, leaving only some portion of that for the actual artist. And say they're making pennies, pennies, pennies per play. Until they can figure out how to turn a profit, their future will always be in question. But for now, investors see enough potential to continue to fund pennies, 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 pennies per play. Another day, another lesson. Living in the eighth dimension might be worth a little mention. Living in the Great Depression got a real regal feel. Reeling in another sucker fish out to make a deal just to make a motherfucker wish. Aw shit, now you only got two left. You know what I wish? We didn't have any loose ends. You know what I miss? Listening to excuses. Now we're on the fence like we forgot how to choose. That's what happens when people don't know what's true in the dark, eating bullshit up like a mushroom. In the lunchroom, just trying to laugh it off. Meanwhile, foaming at the mouth like a rabid dog. Like a fake mate and called at the zoo. It's looking like the view is getting disappointed too. I'm working on the new shit, trying to produce it. It's what I'm willing to go through when I'm making my music. down the street with my sack of tricks no one ever guessed it's my bag of dicks it's the podcast yeah it's the podcast i said i'm walking down the street with my sack of tricks no one ever guessed it's my bag of dicks it's the podcast motherfucking podcast